Welcome, everybody, to episode 178 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. Surprise, it's Lyndall, and I am here joined by host Mel Urbacker to recap on International Parkrun Day. How are you, Mel? I'm great, thanks, Lyndall. How are you? Really well, really well for a Monday afternoon. Awesome. And uh, International Parkrun Day was pretty epic globally. Stuff going on all over the place. Did you have a big weekend? I had a pretty big park run day, actually, Mel. I've got a bit of a story for you. Oh, well, please go for it. <laughs> well, I was at home this weekend, this park run day. I was at Bunyaville, um, where we celebrated our 300th park run. Um, so it was a pretty massive event, and one of our regular park runners, um, Bruce, also ran his 300th park run. So, yeah, it was fantastic. It was a really, um, really big event. It was really um, fun. People came and we shared brekkie afterwards. The coffee van came along. And, yeah, the stars aligned for me this weekend for me to have a bit of an adventure at home. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. So I'm in a bit of challenge quandary at the moment. I am starting to build my tourist streak and I didn't want to break it, but I also wanted to be at home for the, our 300th birthday. So I was in a bit of a quandary because if I ran there, um, that would have been the end of my streak. And by the time I realised this, all of the volunteer roles were filled. So I couldn't volunteer. So what I did, um, listeners of the podcast might remember a few months back when I was co-hosting with Scotty, filling in for you, Mel, um, we were shooting the breeze about fun things to do at Parkrun and, and different ways to earn your other volunteer role. Ah. <laughs> we had a few interesting ideas. <laughs> anyway, one in particular took my fancy and I thought it might be fun and I thought Given it was such a party at Bunyaville, I was setting up to be that way with a 300th and a 300th, an International Park Run Day to boot. I decided to try and earn my other volunteer role by being a cheerleader or a high-fiver at Bunyaville. Awesome. And did you get to like pick a particular part of the course to do that? Yeah, look, it was a very... Um, there was a lot that went into this, Mel, I have to say. <laughs> First, <laughs> costumes, I'm hoping. I'm hoping for costumes. Fingers across here. Costumes, yes. This was all part of the promise was that I would dress up, I would bring a large foam hand, perfect for high-fiving, and I set a goal of achieving 300 high-fives during the park run. Did they have 300 participants? No. <laughs> no. Okay, so you had to get multiple. You had to give out good enough high fives on the first round that people would want more on the way back. That is it. That is it. And Bunyaville is a out and back with a bit of a dog leg at the beginning. So I positioned myself on the sort of start-finish shoot. They couldn't miss me. I had my sparkly gold tights. <laughs> <laughs> That are very famous now. Yes. Notorious, perhaps. <laughs> yes. Not designed for running in, but I have to say they're not bad for giving high fives in. <laughs> I had my massive blue foam hand, which, Mel, again, you'll probably be proud of me here. I actually, after promising to turn up with a big foam hand, I realised I didn't actually have a big foam hand. This, Yeah, this was going to be my question. Where do you even get those? Like if, if you're not going to some kind of a football game or something, which I assume they, they sell them at. Can you just buy yeah. them randomly? Like, wh where? Tell me. Yeah. So I found out late last week, Thursday night, uh, when I was hatching all of this, that no, you can't really buy foam hands unless you buy them online and order them. And my time was out for that. So on the way home from work on Friday afternoon, on my run home, I stopped in at Bunnings. As you do. As you do. Picked up some foam and some uh, super glue or some kind of adhesive. And so Friday night, after cooking dinner and getting all set for park run, the last thing I had to do was make my big blue foam hand. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when you say foam, yes. do you mean polystyrene foam? No. Um, no, no, no. They were just sheets of foam, really thin, almost like a sheet of felt, I guess. So I had to chop them out in the shape of a big hand, make sure I left enough gap for me to fit my actual hand in 
a big hand. Yep. And make it vaguely look like an actual hand. So I am prepared to admit that it took a couple of prototypes, but I got it right. Well, kind of right. <laughs> um, whether it looked like a hand or not, I had a big blue thing on my hand. With five digits, I'm assuming. With five digits, yes, it had five digits. So I think it fit the bill. <laughs> so there I was. And, of course, a clown wig, sparkly little tutu-ish skirt. I, I didn't quite want to wear a tutu because at Bunyaville tutus signify milestones and this wasn't a milestone. Oh, so they've got like an official usage at Bunyaville. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. If you do a milestone, you wear a tutu. Okay. So, um, that's, so I didn't want to wear a tutu. So, yes, gold tights, sparkly little running skirt, giant foam blue hand. Clown wig. Multicoloured clown wig. And I'd thought this through. I had a counter, so I had a clicker to count my high fives. That's excellent because I totally would have lost count after about 10, I reckon. Yes. So I needed the clicker. That came in handy. Did you have um, an objective observer doing the clicking for you so that you couldn't cheat? No. I did my own clicking. And look, luckily the event team at Bunyaville are very very trusting. They knew that I... Wasn't going to fabricate the results. I'm a technical official for triathlon. I'm not allowed to cheat. So, <laughs> And you just have those clickers at home, I'm assuming. I, you didn't have to buy a clicker. No, I didn't have to buy a clicker. I had a clicker that I purchased for some something else now. I don't know what. Um, so, yeah, so I, I happily high-fived and clicked away and got my 351 high-fives. So I broke my 300. Oh, PB. High-five PB. High-five PB. <laughs> the funniest story that I have about this, though, is that there were a few little kids at Bunyaville on the weekend and, and a couple of them, their eyes just lit up, you know, because here was this lady dressed as a clown and they were so excited, which was really lovely. One of the children, though, it was his first park run. And so his guardian that was there with him said, oh, could I get a picture of you, you know, the two of you together? And I said, sure, no problem. So I got my picture taken dressed as a crazy looking clown with this child who was doing his first park run. And as they said, oh, yes, we want to get a photo. It's his first park run. I said to the little kid, I said, look, just so you know, next time you show up at Parkrun, there may not be a clown. Just in case, what if next Saturday he's like, yes, let's go to Parkrun. We'll see a clown. And then he showed up at Parkrun. There's no clown. And he was all upset and crying. And I didn't want that to happen to him. So I broke it to him. How did he take it? He was all right. He was like, okay, that's good. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> he gave me a high five and off he went. So... <laughs> Oh, bless him. Yes. No, it's it's important to establish these things because, yeah, you don't want to break his heart next week. No, I do not. Oh, well, it sounds like you had an awesome morning. I am very impressed with the amount of high fives you got. Was your hand sore at the end? No, because I had this fantastic blue foam hand on it. Okay, that's good. Also, because you made the foam hand, I think that's better than the ones that you get at the football and things because those are always pointing, aren't they? That is true. That is true. I, too, own a foam hand of sorts. Years and years ago, Adam did the Gold Coast Marathon and I enlisted my sister-in-law and my niece and nephew in all getting dressed up to (laughs) cheer him on and we got dressed up as the aliens from Toy Story. So we've got alien onesies for the adults and the kids, we got the right colour tracksuits and all that sort of thing (laughs) and I made a giant foam alien hand so it's actually only got three fingers <laughs> the, the little aliens and then I made a sign to go with it that said free high threes yes try saying that fast five times and you trip over your own tongue but yeah and I, I think there were a lot of people who didn't quite get it however my nephew just <laughs> loved holding this giant foam hand like it got appropriated by him he, he wouldn't let me use it the sign I just had to hold up the sign and he held the hand out and got all the high threes that were going. That's fantastic. High threes. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, free high threes. Always just have to do things just a little bit differently. Yeah. And and Bruce, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is the guy who did his 300th park run on... Bunyaville's 300th park run. If I was wittier, there, there would be all sorts of diehard jokes and things like that, but I just can't think of any right now. Yes. <laughs> Look, exactly. And, you know, everyone knows Bruce because they remember Bruce Willis, right? Yes. But I have a question for you because I just happened to be poking around at the volunteer roster of Bunyaville park run on the weekend, and I noticed that there is 
quasi-doppelganger for our former co-host, Scotty Trickett. There's a Scott Triffitt who volunteered yes. on Saturday. I mean, is he just a really big fan or is he trying to be an imposter and sneezed <laughs> or something when he was registering? Yes, you're very observant, Mel. There is a Scotty Triffitt. Um, he was the photographer on the weekend and he takes amazing photos. Not unlike his, you know, Victorian counterpart. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and I had a bit of a chat with Scotty on the weekend, Scotty with two Fs and not Scotty with a CK. Yeah. He, it's funny because he pops up in my Facebook feed a little bit because we're both in a couple of trail running groups and so he, spot, he pops up all the time and I always think, oh, which Scotty's that? Scotty Triffitt, Scotty Triffitt. Um, look, he's not – Scotty's a lovely bloke. They're both lovely blokes. They're both, you know, tall, dark hair, a little bit quiet till you get to know them. You know, so there's a few similarities. I had a bit of a chat to him on the weekend and quizzed him on the important things. He doesn't have a particular penchant for bridges, Scotty Triffitt. (laughs) You know, there's a difference. Scotty Triffitt also loves running on trails. Not sure about Scotty Trickett. He's got a bit of a, you know, up and down relationship with the trails. Up and down, yes, pun intended. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, but one thing they have in common, which depending on how you look on, on, at it, could be something they have in common, could be something that they differ on. They both think that they live in the greatest state. Well, <laughs> only one of them actually does, and I think we both know which one that is. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you for um, quizzing him for me, Lyndall. Hi Parkrun Adventurers, it's Greta here and I'm doing my roving report from Charleston Parkrun this week. So I don't know if you remember but I did a roving report from Charleston when they launched a year ago and today they're celebrating their first anniversary. So they have a green theme um, and it's a beautiful day here, it's warm, it's been really cold in South Australia so everyone's really enjoying the warmer weather, it's lovely and sunny, it's a really rural setting here at Charleston. So I'm going to go do the run, listen to the briefing and um, find some people to chat to afterwards. Okay. So credit for this next bit of the report goes to Naomi. Naomi is one of the um, core event team at Charleston Park Run and to celebrate she has written a poem in rhyming couplets um, and she's asked for audience participation to read out um, or to call out um, the last word of every rhyming couplet um, and she did a fabulous job. Um, so please welcome Naomi. Charleston Park Run, you're turning one. Now I'd like to tell the story of how you run. Yes, it's true. Believe the goss. You began in the dreams of Kylie Ross. Ross. (laughs) (laughs) On Amy Gillett, all those runs, rides and walks. We should have a park run out here. And so begun the... Talks. Phone calls, negotiations and planning got underway. Finally, all the preparations were ready for launch day. day. <laughs> Our Mount Barker Parkrun friends helped us in the beginning, while the word amongst the locals started spreading. Spreading. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stretch. People telling their family, friends and more. Locals happy to have a parkrun at their back door. A walk, a jog, intervals or a run. Charleston Parkrun welcomes... Everyone. Everyone. Young, the old, and four-legged friends too. Lots of laughs and the occasional... Boo. <laughs> the There's right? cows, it's supposed to be moo. They have instant poos too. We're always reminded it's a shared pathway. The word bike can often be heard so we can get out of the... Way. Any occasion, we love to dress up too. Christmas Australia Day and May the 4th be... With you. <laughs> now this one, I'm sorry, it's terrible, but if you like statistics, this one's for you. From the day we launched our, our, and our number totaled 117, right through to a cold winter's day with a low attendance of... 14. 14. 14. <laughs> Charleston Parkrun continues, come rain, hail or shine, 
over the year, our average number of finishes is? 46.9. Now that we have been going for a year, there are always people willing to volunteer. Thank you. Healthy competition, rivalry, and plenty of PBs. Everyone comes to Parkrun for a different reason, you see. For many, the new friendships being made are the best part of Parkrun supporting each other and just having fun. Thank you so much to all our Parkrun friends. We hope you keep coming again and again. again. <laughs> okay, I'm now here at Charleston Parkrun. I'm here with Tracy. And how did you go today, Tracy? Um, it was hot and humid, but I did okay. Not as good as I'd like, though. <laughs> it was a little bit sticky today, wasn't yeah, it? Yes. Yeah, very unusual for yes. South Australia after the weather we've been having, but a nice change. Lovely change. Um, it's a beautiful course. It's, Have you done this one before? Uh, this is about the third time I've done this one. It's it's fairly close to home, so I thought I'd come out for the birthday. Yeah. 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 So it's a it's a double out and back, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Which is always a challenge. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Because you're coming back that first time and you think, oh no, now I've got to do it all again. I know, all over again. But um, good community, yeah, lots of high fives, so it makes it all fun. And what's your uh, normal um, parkrun home event? What oh, do you call home? Well, I call Lockie all home, but I don't get there much any the, more these days due to all the great parkruns around. I try and you know, pick a different one each week. A bit of a tourist? I am. Yes. And are you chasing in any of your unofficial milestones? Uh, any well, clubs or anything? Well, I'm chasing the Statesman's Club, three right. away. Oh, which ones haven't you done? Mount Gambia, Naracor and KI. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the ones that require a bit yeah. of travel. That's right, sleepover ones. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, maybe knock them off before the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. And how long have you been park running for? Oh, I've been park running for about three years now. Yeah. Um, love it. I can't, it's not a sad day unless you park run. It's the best way to start the weekend, Absolutely. isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And what got you started with park run? Uh, a friend. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> now, now he's Charlie's taking our photos. photos. <laughs> uh, just a friend that said, come on out, and uh, I haven't looked back. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I've done a few interstate and also... Oh, and which in, ones have you done interstate? Uh, in Victoria and Queensland, so Albert Park, Westerfold. Oh, you've done, oh, you've done Albert Park. Yep, yes. and... Um, one last weekend in Victoria, and I can't remember the name, and also Studley. Oh, Studley. Oh, so you've done Westerfolds and Studley. Yes. Scotty will be pleased. Oh, I love them both. They're really lovely. They are lovely. Yeah, and Singapore in uh, Oh, you've done them. Which Coast. one did you? East Coast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Gee, that would have been humid too. Oh, wow. Much more than this. <laughs> but lovely. Yeah, so... I don't know. It's not a Saturday, is it? No, no, it's the best way to start the weekend. And where are you off to next week, do you think? Uh, I think it's time to go back to home, to yep. Lockheel. Yep. So at home, yep. say hello to the yep. gang. Yep, have yeah. a, you know, catch up. It's a nice social park run. So. Well, it was lovely chatting to you, Tracy. Thank you, Thank you so much for coming along yeah. to the anniversary today. <laughs> and I'm sure I will see you at a park run oh, nearby soon. All the time. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, all right, enjoy breakfast. <laughs> All right, I'm now here with Dylan. Dylan, and do you know why I've come over and talked to you? I'm out my propeller hat. I love your propeller hat. Where did you get that? In your park. Yeah? And how long have you had it? I don't know, like a few months or something. Yeah, yeah. And I know that Mel and Gary, a couple of friends of mine, they would love the fact that you have a propeller hat. Do you always wear it to parkrun? No. No? Is it just because it's a special occasion today? Yes. Yeah. Um, and you've got a parkrun t-shirt on. How many parkruns have you done? 21, I think. 21. I think. 22. Yeah. Yeah. And where do you usually parkrun? Lugs Bay. Lugs Bay is your home? Yeah. And yeah. do you do a bit of visiting to other parkruns? Yes. Yeah? Which other ones have you done? Mount Barker, Carrisbrook. I hear you went to Carisbrook last weekend for their anniversary. How was that? Good. Yeah. So do you just follow the cake? Do you just go wherever there's cake? No. No? <laughs> but it helps, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and where do you think you'll be running next week? I don't know. Don't know. Maybe back at Largs, hey? Maybe. All right. Well, thanks for talking to me today. Have a good park run next weekend, okay? Okay. 
I'm now here with Claire. How are you going, Claire? Oh, it's a great day for it here at Charleston Park Run. Love it. Isn't it wonderful? Awesome. Oh, bang, bang. Ooh. There were some balloons bursting away. It's not shotguns, it's balloons. It's so it's good. It's, it's good. Yeah, yeah. We're all, right. we're all happy. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's not bleeding. So it's good. <laughs> That's always good, isn't it? It's a good start. <laughs> it's a very good start. And I just wanted to do a big shout out to... Um, to Joe and Jackie, I don't know where um, Jackie's here. Uh, Joe, I think she's at Mount Barker. So is she's she missing out? Ah, uh, she she's missed out on cake. Yeah, green fun. Yeah, lots of green fun. Yeah, so we're all dressed <laughs> at green in green today, aren't we, for the anniversary? Apps, including Jaffa the Wonder Dog with yes. his beautiful green ribbon. Yeah, and you always run with Jaffa, don't you? Oh, every week. Yeah. Apps, I love it. And look for for the listeners, what sort of dog is Jaffa? Oh, he's my red Kelpie. He's a red cloud. He's beautiful. Everyone loves him. Mostly, he's very, he's very friendly, isn't he? <laughs> yes, he's very friendly. He joins the summer tears all the time for all their runs as well. Now, what are the summer tears? Oh, awesome group led by a whole bunch of people, including PB for a new nursing, Paul Butler, and yes, we, um, know, we know the, but, the Butler boys. The listeners know the Butler boys <laughs> and Charlie. Awesome gang, but crew. We run. We we'll love to run hills. So Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights, Sundays, we run, 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 run all the time. And it doesn't matter how fast you are or how slow you are, does it? Oh gosh, no. You can. Speedy Gonzales, or as slow as me, just yeah. <laughs> run, love it. Anyone can join. You're all welcome. It's a fantastic group of people. Love everyone. Excellent. Everyone's great. So everyone listening to the podcast, come to Mount Barker and join the Summer Tears. Oh, join the Summer Tears. Do it, and your life will be better for it. Love it. <laughs> cool. Now, is this your first time at Charleston, or have you it done is. this one before? No, it is time. first Charleston. So finally done three. So one at Torrens, one at um, here Charleston today, yeah. and the rest at Mount Barker. Yeah. Yeah, a bit boring, but you know, hey, got to, you know, slow build up. I think they, I think they're called a passionista. If you've only done, you know, your park runs at one, that's a passionista. So. Not a tragic. No, just, just completely committed. Um, not to do with close to home at all or anything like that. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> yeah. nothing to do with the sleeping. No, no, nothing. But I love Charleston. That was great. Really good camaraderie. Um, the best thing I loved about it was getting another lady home. She wanted to walk and Jaffa and I wouldn't let her. So we got her home. Oh, so it was awesome. Isn't so, always good? Runners loved and, it, yeah. Because always help each other out, don't Definitely. They? Another lady stopped. You're all right? Nope. She was just stretching. She was all good as well. So if you want to come out, it's, yeah, best group of people there are. It's Everyone a beautiful community and it? it is love it it's just yeah lovely people keen on running walking running slow jogging swaddling <laughs> whatever you want to do just come out and have a go it's just amazing and how about you why did you start park running um, I don't know. My story is back in about 2014, I think, where someone said, oh, go do a park run. I'm like, what's that? So I registered and went out and, yeah, the rest is history. Yeah. So, yeah. And how so, many have you done now? Oh, gosh, not very many. Only about 55 or 56 or something. So not too many. So there's been a few hiatus. In, in, between. <laughs> yeah, yeah. in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I used to be a lot faster, but that's okay. Now I'm just out for fun. So, yeah, loving it. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming to the anniversary today and having yeah. a good time and joining in with the community. I know, yeah, I love it. No, it's really good. I'm just so glad to be back and, yeah, just hopefully, yeah, running for years and years to come. So, yeah, so anyone who wants to come along to any park run, do it. I, oh, it's, I just can't recommend it enough. Cool. Happy park run day, everybody. It's Cameron here from beautiful, bright, sunny WA. And I'm not adventuring today. I'm at my local Tamworth Wetlands at the beautiful Tamworth Wetlands Reserve in Valdivis. And Tamworth Wetlands, as the name suggests, runs around a lovely wooded wetlands area. And we have created a course that goes up and down features such as Evil Hill. Uh, we run through the Puddle of Doom and a turnaround point known as Skippy's Revenge. I'll tell you about Skippy's Revenge later. Uh, to get to Tamworth Wetlands, just uh, follow the map. There's parking at the shops opposite and the start-finish line is just across the road. We start at the top of a hill. So that means we start going down and unfortunately we finish going up. So it makes a rock star finish a little bit interesting, but it's worth it because there are about umpteen million coffee shops at Valdiva Shopping Centre here. And we like to go across to the dome because we get a discount and there's plenty of space for us to chill out and relax after a lovely run. So I've come here a little bit early today to see who I can chat to. So let's go. 
one of the great things about Tamworth Wetlands is being wetlands, we have lots and lots of wildlife join us for the parkrun days. So we have anything from kangaroos to kookaburras to cockies to magpies, darn them. Uh, we also have a lovely little native marsupial called a quenda, and they're funny little scampering guys. They always run away. Can never get a photo of them. And about 10 million frogs in the swamp. And of course, where there's frogs, you'll find snakes. We do get the occasional snake, but it's very rare. And they're never very big, and they're usually, no, they're not friendly. So you might be wondering why we have a turnaround point named Skippy's Revenge. Well, let me recount you the tale of old man Skip. There was an old groom named Skip, who died and smelt like the tip. So Craig called the ranger, who said, quite stranger, no, nah, he's not dead, he's just having a kip. Okay. Yes, g'day everyone. I'm here at the Post Run Coffee at Dome. And what's your name, where you're from, and what's your parkrun history? Hello, my name's Shirley. Um, my... Um my main parkrun is Tamworth, but I also do Rockingham parkrun. Excellent. Um, started off at Rockingham, and then it's nice to have a, an alternative in Tamworth being a more trail run. Um, history, yeah, that's about it. Um, funniest thing I've seen at parkrun is probably uh, myself and my running wife dressed um, as bathing beauties um, at Rockingham parkrun for her 100th parkrun. Bathing um, beauties, what did that involve? Um, Pool inflatables. Nice. Shower caps and bathers. Oh, excellent. So did you go for a swim after parkrun or during? No. We oh. just during it. We had um, we also had um, you know the bubble ones that you know the Oh yes. Yeah. The soapy bubble ones. We had those and yeah, so that was probably one of our funnier moments or when we dressed as Ghostbusters. Ah oh, yes. So how did you get started in parkrun? I seen it advertised in the local newspaper and thought, oh, I'll give that a crack. It was 5Ks, free, timed. Oh, how long ago was that? Oh, when it first started at Rockingham, so that would have been, how long ago was that? 2013. Wow. Yeah, and I think it had only been going for about four weeks and I went along. Oh, fantastic. And, so um, loved it, it, loved just how friendly people were, how encouraging people were, and I was quite surprised because I just went along on my own. Yeah, so that's it, and now that's my Saturday morning. Gone. Excellent. <laughs> well, thank you very much, and I uh, hope to see you again next week. Thank you. All right, we're still having coffee, and so please excuse me, but I don't know your name. Michelle. Michelle, nice to meet you, Michelle. And uh, Michelle, how did you get started in Parkrun? I thought I saw an advert on Facebook actually, but it was like the second week of Rockingham starting, and I went down, a couple, and I think I didn't run until about the fourth one, and then 2013. Excellent. And so, uh, apart from Shirley and uh, Sarah, what's the funniest thing you've seen at Parkrun? <laughs> oh. Either Tim dressed as Santa Claus or Katrina as a, a Halloween um, a zombie nurse chasing me. Some of those Halloween ones with zombies with people has been a lot of fun. Oh, that'd be the, uh, the zombie run we did for Tamworth first anniversary, is it? Yeah, I was there for that one as well. And for Tamworth, May the 4th, be with you and my son did his 100. That was a good one as well. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. That, was, that was a bit last minute on my part, but uh, we pulled it, put it together in the end. Definitely love dressing up and park run. <laughs> so, uh, weird question, what's your favourite colour tutu? Uh, blue. Blue? Yeah, with my blue. Yeah, I, color I do agree with blue. Green, blue? Fantastic. And do you get out to other parkruns often, have adventures? Um, I've done over 20 different parkruns. Yowzers. Oh, different parkrun locations. I've so, done over 200 parkruns. Fantastic. So I've had to put you on the spot. Yeah. What's What's your favourite parkrun so far? Nowadays, I like to go to Tamworth. Um, Wetlands is my favourite one for with my kids on the weekends. But favourite overall, I really like Albert Park actually in Melbourne. That was my favourite interstate one that I've been to. That's supposed to be really big, isn't it? Lots of people. Uh, it is, but it's very well managed. I liked it. I even saw the black swans in the pond. Then I thought, hang on a second, aren't they belonging in WA? But anyway, <laughs> traitors. <laughs> I know. What are they doing there? No, that was really good. That was freezing, absolutely freezing last school holidays there, but it was good. What about WA, James? What's your favourite in WA? Um, 
in WA, I reckon this one, Tanworth. Oh, you're both very kind. We're not going to pass up a nice flat one like Dawesville. Dawesville is lovely because it's nice and flat. Oh, oh, I haven't done Dawesville yet. That's my that's my next after next Nendi. I think I've got Bibra Lake after that. So I'm looking forward to some flat ones. All right, thanks, gang, and uh, hopefully see you around soon. Thanks. I'm here with Sarah, who is the run director today. How are you going, Sarah? I'm good, thank you. Excellent. So how was today's run? How many people we end up getting along today? Well, I reckon about 72-ish plus. Oh, so I was right, about 70? Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent. So uh, how would you get started in park run? You're not 70. I am. <laughs> She's not 70. What are you talking about? <laughs> I yeah, feel look... like after RD in today. <laughs> oh, go on. How would you, uh, you get started in park run? Oh, don't know. I've got to remember my answer. Oh, well, maybe if I press record the first time, we wouldn't have to do this, but you can give a different one. Um, Shirley got me involved. Oh. Our lovely Shell Sparkles. Many, many moons ago when Rockingham Park Run started. Excellent. 2013. 2013, yes. Uh, cross-checking the answers. Good work. Yes. Team. We're a team. So uh, we go. I hear that you like dressing up. So what's the, uh, what's the best dress-up you've ever gotten around at Park Run? The best dress up, I would say, would be Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, excellent. Where Shirley was a ghost, she was one of the Ghostbusters and I was the ghost. And I had to navigate part run with a sheet over my head. Oh. <laughs> so, so you were a visually impaired runner or yes. you could see through it? Kind of. Oh, when excellent. It, it, was, it, it was good in theory, didn't actually work in practice. Oh, okay. <laughs> so zigzagging around, you would have done slightly more than 5K. Oh, yeah. Probably would have done that. We just randomly shouted, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! <laughs> oh, fantastic. So, uh, so, so what prompted you to start getting involved with the volunteering side of things at Park Run? Well, you've got to give a little back. You put in, you do all the runs, and usually you see the same volunteers week in, week out. So it's just nice to be able to get in there, get the social side of the park run and cheer people on and encourage them to do their running. Yeah, it's nice getting the, the high fives and the smiles, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. And uh, you stepped up for a uh, for run director. Yes, third time run directing today. Fantastic. Uh, I think we got off without any hitches whatsoever, which is good. It's getting easier each time. <laughs> Oh, the setup's hard, but <laughs> when you're doing it solo. Oh, okay. And the last two, Craig was helping out, making sure that the cones and markers were in the right place. So yep. hopefully, I did him proud today and put everything in the right spot. <laughs> well, I think you did a great job. Well, uh, thanks, Sarah, and I'll see you later. Oh, thank you. And hello, uh, we're at the, what's that, Hove Brighton, what is this? Hove Esplanade, I think. Hove Esplanade. Or maybe uh, the Promenade. We've just finished it, and I'm with... Sarah Greywald from Kiwana. And what a coincidence, which happens to be my home run, and we both just turned up here at the same time to do the same course. Yes. And Sarah, what do you think? It's it's very straight and very flat. I should say we're standing in the uh, barcode queue at the moment. Um, so just sort of squeeze this one in before Sarah shoots off. Sarah's over here for just a few weeks. Yep, visiting my brother here in Brighton. It's a perfect day. How long have you been running for? Oh, three, two or three years. <laughs> two or three years. And you're also doing the right thing. They asked us to wear uh, park run shirts. You actually yes. brought yours with you. I've got my 100 milestone shirt on, which I, which I got at Newbury, which is also in the UK when I was here last year. Sarah's an Australian. You just can't tell from the accent. <laughs> All very well. Okay, look, I better let you uh, do this and run off for your uh, uh, breakfast and so on. Thank you very much. I'll okay. enjoy it. Yes, thank you. See you at home in Kiwana. Oh, you will indeed. Okay, and we've uh, completed the park run here, and I'm with Mark, who is the run director. And Mark, are you also the event director for what? what I keep forgetting the name. Is it Hove? We are Hove Promenade. Thank or you. if you're local, it's Hove Prom because we, <coughs> promenade's a bit of a big word. And I noticed there are a few different uh, park runs in this area, so people do have a choice. But over 400 people came today. That's great. I mean, that's a really good attendance for us in October. We're really weather dependent because we've got five in a very short area, plus many more outside the city of Brighton and Hove. Um, people can be picky and choosy. Today, it was cool. There was no wind. So we got over 400. If it rains next week, we'll get about 200. <laughs> no, it was. It's been a perfect day. And tell me, how, how did you get involved in uh, Parkrun and get this Parkrun going, I guess? Um, a conversation at work with a friend. Uh, the oldest park run in Brighton and Hove is Brighton Park Run, which is in Hove Park. 
um, that's been going since 2007 and about six years ago just over six years ago, a friend convinced me to sign up for Parkrun it took me six months from getting my barcode to actually turning up and I debuted at Preston Park and the rest is history really it was such a warm welcome I instantly made a few new friends went back the next week and then in time became a member of the core team and then got invited to join the team that helped set this one up and that we are now four years old and from then on went and joined the ambassador program as well so it's just typical of part one that everything's there for anybody that wants it it is it's excellent um it's really good that you've got a coffee shop right next to the start finish line as well absolutely and that seemed to be quite well attended today definitely the guys are fantastic they support us all the year round they come out on new year's day especially for us when we do our double um they've been fantastic even to the fact that they help us store our equipment as well um there's not many partners in the world that can keep their equipment in a beach hut no it's a beautiful <laughs> it is it's very nice and uh, you, you seem to have quite a bit to do with parkrun. I noticed, oh, you mentioned beforehand, mm -hmm. you've just been over to Germany. That's right, it was over at um, Essingland, because I can't say Nicaragua properly. Um, went over with a group of friends, um, swelled their attendance to a massive 104, which um, by UK and certainly Australia standards is a low attendance, but for them, they were delighted. And it was so special. We the the first runners, the first the, as we started, they crashed through a, an impromptu Berlin Wall to be very symbolic. Um, very friendly welcome, and and like you guys down in Australia, they're all on the phones and on the apps. And I got my result when I was queuing for coffee, which was incredible. I've done the results now. I thought I've done them quite quick. Yet the part run started um, about two and a half hours ago, <laughs> so that's incredible. I thought you did them very quick as well, actually. And uh, do you get to go around to a number of different courses? I do. I mean, as a, as a regional ambassador, mm. I try and go around all of the events when I can. Um, I've been to every uh, part run that's in the county of Sussex, bar one, because that's a new one, which was the um, Ifield Mill Pond, which launched two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Mm. Um, though we have just now embracing the prison part runs as well. So we've got a prison part run that was coming hopefully in the next four or five weeks. So yeah, I get around when I can, but this is home. I live a stone's throw away from the promenade, so it's great to walk down. But it is nice to do a bit of traveling and, and keep in touch with the teams. You know, rather than be the name who's the regional ambassador, they know who you are, you can go and help out, and you can answer questions about the course and the run itself. And what got you into becoming a, a regional ambassador? Um, I joined, I, I applied for an ambassador three, about three, four years ago. Um, and then when the opportunity came up, I just really thought I wanted to get in touch because there's only so much you can do an event. You are limited to about six events, which is to make sure that your time is not taken over by Parkrun. And um, we had the opportunity because the Southeast is such a hotbed of uh, Parkrun that the, the HQ split it into counties. And now there's about four of us doing what one person did. Kerry French used to be Southeast ambassador and it was just impossible for her she did a fantastic job so there's now four of us there's me dave donna and kerry um that, that cover the area between us and the way it's going who knows when it's going to split again and uh, i believe you've met one or two uh, australians in the past from... yes yeah, just one or two of them mm. happened to run around with tim when he was over for the park run conference um worked a lot with carol and this morning itself, Renee has been pestering me on my phone, even though she should know full well that I'm in the middle of a park run. So right bang in the middle of, at 9.15 UK time, I'm getting messages from her. And I was very polite, but I really wanted to tell her where to go. Ah, uh, management. I know. Uh, there's always complaints. There's complaints. I could swap a few stories, but I've been sworn to secrecy. And I think if I shared the stories, I don't think I'd ever be able to park run again. She'd break my legs. <laughs> Okay, we'll leave that until after the recording. Definitely. Uh, I will, uh, let's get the teas in and let's okay. dish some dirt. Okay, I think that'll probably do unless... Right, Mal, I'm going to slip this bit in. One of the great things as well is it's great to say hello to everybody in Australia. Um, I've got to do a little plug though for With Me Now because Danny and Nicola would never forgive me. Um, they're big fans of your podcast and we know lots of people listen to both. And, um, and I've already had messages from them both to say Danny is at Bushy Park today for their 15th birthday and Nicola is at um, Beverly Westwood which sounds more like a catalogue rather than a park run 
but I'm looking forward to hearing from them soon. Okay. Thank you. No, that should that should do, Mel. I'll leave you to look after the rest. Okay. had the trifecta of roving reports this week from the guys from the crew couple of channel 5 news crew members we had greta and dave and then cameron back second week in a row with more roving reports but this time from his home park run which was very cool i don't know about you lindell but i didn't know what a rhyming couplet was no neither did i so thank you greta and naomi who was the rd at charleston on the weekend for educating us about rhyming couplets that seemed to work well yeah it did i mean I, I was a bit confused do you think they gave the audience the answer like what they were supposed to chime in with or do you think they were supposed to guess what it was i don't reckon they gave them the answer i reckon that you're familiar enough with the content and you know it's got a right like it just feels like it needs to rhyme okay so I reckon it's those, one of those situations where, you know, it just makes sense. <laughs> well, you would hope so anyway. <laughs> Speaking of learning things, um, when Cameron was talking about the local wildlife and he mentioned a marsupial called a quenda, I actually kind of thought I was pretty well across my marsupials in Australia. But no, this is a new one to me as well. New to me as well? I'd never heard of a quenda. I had to go Google marsupials beginning with Q and there's there's a couple of them actually. We have quite a few Q marsupials in Australia. Um, But for those who are wondering, a quenda is a subspecies of the southern brown bandicoot and uh, they're actually classified as near threatened sadly. I mean I'm not near threatened. I don't know how, how serious that is. It's not quite threatened or at risk of being at threat. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it, it doesn't sound like it's a good situation, though. No, it must be some kind of threatened if it's near threatened. It must, there mustn't be all that plentiful. No. Mm. Uh, but it sounds like they, they have a lot of fun there, especially Shirley and Sarah with their fancy dress and their costume shenanigans. Oh, yeah. Bathing beauties or Ghostbusters. I, I like the idea of running around um, with a giant inflatable something. I've done a park <laughs> run with, um, you know, those little arm floaties that you put on kids when they're just still learning to swim. I've done a park run with those on. But they they got quite sweaty. It was in summer, of course. They got quite sweaty yeah. and, and sort of started to chafe. And because normally, your arms are like quite close to your body when you're running and yet I had to hold them out like I was one of those burly men with the muscles and walks around with their arms (laughs) apart that's how I was had to run because these little things were chafing under my arms (laughs) don't recommend that no radio I'll file that away no floaties No floaties as part of your dress-ups. Exactly. And Dave loved your form again. I thought it was hilarious that you kept forgetting the name of the event that you were at. Yeah, but it wasn't just him either. No, it it wasn't. Obviously, Kawada Park runners are not very good with uh, geography or or paying attention to where they've... Look, they managed to show up to a park run, so kudos to them. And it was great to hear from Sarah. I didn't know she was overseas at the moment. It'll be good to have a chat with her when she gets home about her adventures too. And uh, thank you also to Mark Brocklehurst, who uh, created a little bit of extra work for me this week, just quietly. But lovely of him to give a shout out to the with me now podcast because we are big fans of those guys too yes we are so we've got some uh, big news this week lindell yes well it's is big news in the parkrun adventurous sphere anyway a date has been set for palm 20 fantastic how exciting yeah. i'm looking forward to it already me too i really am and it's been um a few weeks coming in terms of trying to figure out what the date should be and checking with the people that really need to be there, you know, like the organiser, Gary Murphy. We had to make sure he was available. and Yes, good idea. Checking that there weren't clashes with other major running events or if other things were going on. The inside tip is, though, that we have picked a weekend 
which is going to coincide with some other fun events happening in Adelaide. That could mean that accommodation might be a bit scarce. So I recommend if anyone does want to go this year or next year, I should say, that you get in early and book your accommodation just so that you've got the most choice when you're planning it. Of course, we don't know what the exact location is of the park run yet, but uh, odds are good that it'll be in and or around Adelaide. Yes, and that was already locked in, right? It was already been decided that South Australia was the location or Adelaide yes, was yep. the location. Yes. So that's not the... That's not the news. The news is the date. And do you want to let everyone know what it is? Yes. So Park Run Day, um, actually, which day is which? <laughs> it's the 7th, 8th and 9th of March. So is Park Run Day the 7th or the 8th? Must be the 8th. No, yeah, it's the 7th. The 7th. Because uh, so we've picked the long weekend. So I guess technically it's 6, 7, 8, 9. Yes, because there's Friday night festivities for Palm. There are. So whether or not we extend it on mm. to the Monday as well this year, Oh, that, I mean, that, dare I say it, is it too much parkrun to have over four days? I don't know. Some people might agree, some people might disagree. And some people have long weekends and some people don't. Yes, it's only a long weekend in South Australia, Victoria and the ACT. So if you're coming from other states, then you might not have the benefit of that Monday as well. So let's just call it the 678 long weekend. Let's call it that. And if you want the bonus ninth, Monday the 9th off, organize your annual leave with your bosses or do whatever you have to do to be there because it's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully, whoever ends up being the new future co-host of the Parkrun Adventurous podcast is available that weekend. Yeah, I hope so. That could be <laughs> really awkward if if they've got prior engagements well that might be a criteria exactly it's a prerequisite prerequisite must be available if you want to co-host the pod you're gonna have to be available this weekend or make yourself available but i have it on good authority that uh our former co-host scotty trickett will be there so we can have a mini reunion yes do you think i need to check up on his doppelganger and see if scotty triffett will be there well yeah i i reckon put it out there lindell i'm i'm assuming he is an avid listener of the podcast Podcast. Oh, without any doubt. Yeah. <laughs> you, it wasn't the first he'd heard of it when you spoke to him on the weekend? Hard to tell. I'm not sure. <laughs> I can't guarantee that he's a regular listener, Mel. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sure he is now. I'm sure he is. Hi, Scotty Triffitt. G'day, Scotty Triffitt. <laughs> Uh, but that's not the only big news. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. You now get a set of 99 knives. <laughs> Stainless steel, everlasting sharpness. No. Um, the extra <laughs> news is that Do tell. the ugly Christmas singlets are coming. Don't have a date for when those are going to be released. I did mention in September that they would be out in October. So that is still my plan and intention. And the design work has has commenced and samples of the new fabric that they're going to be made out of. It's going to be different fabric than last year. We did have some reports that it wasn't as breathable as it could be for a technical Mm. running singlet. So we have asked the suppliers what the other options are and they've sent out samples. And it's very nice. It's very light and soft and definitely breathable, which I'm pretty excited about. Still will be manufactured in Australia. They don't have to go overseas to do that. But yeah, so that's something for everybody to keep a lookout for in the coming weeks. The orders opening up for the 2019 Ugly Christmas Singlets. Well, that is good news. And where do we stay tuned? Is it the Facebook page for uh, updates, Mel? Yeah, Facebook and here. And we'll probably even share it on Twitter and Instagram. We'll be that excited about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> All of the socials. <laughs> All the socials for the Parkrun Adventurers. And if you don't know what they are, on Facebook, we're Parkrun Adventurers. On Twitter, we are PR underscore Adventurers. Oh, Instagram. What are we on Instagram, Lyndall? It's Parkrun Adventures. All one word, all lowercase. That's it. So pretty easy to find us. And if, you know, you're listening to the podcast, we'll also let you know here. Fantastic. Any clues on colour or design or is it Ah. still early days yet, Mel? What I will say is we're going traditional ugly. Traditional ugly. Yes. Hmm. So you can read into that what you will. I don't know that that helps. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, there's 
definitely a different colour scheme this year. Definitely a different colour, yes. Yeah, it's not going to be purple and orange like it was last year. Well, that's good because, you know, purple and orange is awesome, but you've got to mix it up. Yes, you do. Lyndall, thank you very much for joining me this week. And I should mention as well, thank you to Dave for joining me last week. I completely forgot in my weird flutteriness of recording the outro for the third time last week that uh, I, I didn't thank him in, in that version. And he did so much, went above and beyond technologically included to try and be there and record with me and the chamozzle was in no way his fault yes. um, I am very happy that we have not had a similar chamozzle this week and that you've been <laughs> able to join me with some excellent wi-fi and banter thank you for being here you make hosting a pod look or I should say sound extremely easy you're such a pro at it now and it's always fun to have you here you're very welcome, Mel. Thank you for having me. And look forward to doing it again in the future. I hope so. Bye.